From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, good morning. Welcome to Friday. TGIF to you and yours from we and ours. We are glad you're with us and a lot to get to in the next uh, two hours here on the program. The next 120 minutes, if you will, as we uh, talk sports on this Ward, I think we've been on the air too much. Good morning. How are you? Outstanding. What's going on, Ryan? Happy Friday. Happy game day. Yeah, it is game day. It is. Uh, Temple is at home? Yes, we're at home. Hutto. The hips are coming in, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Homecoming. Really? Do you have a thought on who's going to... Be the homecoming king and queen? No, I don't do the man, mom. Oh, you don't? No. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Uh, he gets to, Ryan gets to go have sausage and Elgin. How about that? Yeah, lucky. Yeah. I'll bring some back. I bet you will. I told him I said take he's an not, ice chest. He's not telling the truth. <laughs> no, he's not. I might eat it all. Uh and I should be at the world's greatest buffet, Leo Buckley Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Waco High and uh, Shoemaker. My research shows Shoemaker to be pretty good. So this will be. Shoemaker is very good. So just prepping for the game, getting ready. So anyway, that'll, that'll be our Friday night. And then we'll have our uh, Friday night high school football scoreboard show with Lark and Aaron. Mm-hmm. And Cameron and whoever else may be a part of that thing. Uh, Saturday, I have an off day. You have a Crusader football game. Yes, we do. We'll be in Seguin, Texas at TLU. What's Seguin known for besides TLU? I mean, I mean, is that is that oil it's country? Around, it's around ranching? San Antonio. I don't know. It's close to San Antonio. Yeah. Hey, what are you famous for? Well, we're near San Antonio. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there is something. Maybe somebody on the CNC Collision text line can tell us what what's is, in Seguin. Yeah, what is you know what's the big industry? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You know, of course, Fredericksburg is shopping and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, everybody has something. Yeah. yeah. So, what is Seguin's claim to fame? Don't don't know the answer to that. I don't know that I've ever really spent time in Seguin. I've driven through Seguin, but never really paid that much attention. No, no offense to Seguin. Seguinites, I guess. <laughs> so, what about Alpine? What's what's Alpine known for? Mountains. Have you you've been to Alpine, right? Uh, about fifteen times. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice little drive, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> I, I always say that I spent a month there one week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you it get? It seemed there? like every time when I was at Tarleton, every time that we went out there, I always drew the short straw and had to drive one of the vans with the, you know, we'd take charters, but right. the small players and the trainers, we'd take extra four or five vans. So I'd always end up driving the van to Alpine and back. I bet that was fun. No, no, it wasn't. 
I would drive to Fort Stockton, spend the night in Fort Stockton, then get up Saturday morning and drive into Alpine. One year they had the conference baseball tournament. Mm-hmm. Now that's a at, neat field at Coconut Field. Yeah, it's un- they've redone it. Have they a, really? Yeah, when we were out there Please last year. Please don't tell me that they took the wall down. Um, I don't know what all they did. I just know that there was a new home side. It was just under construction. Really? And there was big walls on the home side, and it looked like they were building a press box. And um, well, my th- I, I don't know what all they did to it, but I, I'd seen it many, many times before. And it's just a, just a neat historic field. So... I, surely they wouldn't. No, you take can't away do from that. the character of that field. That 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 field's got some great history. Oh, it's got character, and you know that's where MLB players used to stop and play on they the train. They sure would going to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. They would absolutely. I was just going to mention that, but I I found it interesting that year that uh, we played the conference baseball tournament in Alpine. And, I, and look. It is a long drive. It really is. But once you get there, it's kind of cool. Marfa Light, you know, and all oh, that it, stuff. It's really a neat area. It's yeah. pretty. Yeah, it is. But I thought, you know, this is not exactly century located no, for, for everybody in the conference. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It is. Go to the end of the world, hang a left, mm-hmm. and you're on your way to Alpine. It's almost like that one trip we went on the playoffs for baseball Yeah, a uh, few years ago. We were supposed to play in Abilene, then it got moved to Midland because of weather. Right. Oh, we're going to move it to Midland. Well, the uh, weather yeah. followed us to Midland. Up. Oh, uh, have you ever been to? Um, gosh, what is the? Uh, it's right on the edge of uh, the Texas Mexico border. In fact, you could see Mexico from the town. Laredo. No, I'm gonna have to look. Uh, Ask Stephanie at eight fifteen. She'll know. She'll know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, let me see. Huh? I can't believe I drew a blank on that. I, I don't know where where you're talking about. Well, it's past the end of I twenty. That's really tells you one thing about it. I didn't think I didn't think you could get past I twenty. Well, I guess we've waited long enough. We got to talk about the Baylor. No, I'll game. tell you here in a minute. Okay. I, I, Baylor drops a uh, a decision last night on the road to West Virginia. We'll, we'll dive into that uh, next in our next segment and get you uh, some details on that and take a look at some of the numbers and uh, and just and see where we are as far as Baylor and uh, West Virginia. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. Also on the program. We will, uh, and we'll hear from Dave Aranda from last night's uh, post game that was here on ESPN Central Texas and Baylor Radio. Van Horn, Texas. Van I can't Horn. Remember uh, it. Yep. Couldn't, they they used to play some really good high school football mm-hmm. in Van Horn. They did. Yep. Yeah, but it is in the middle of nowhere. The only green grass in the whole town was on the baseball field in the outfield, <laughs> and that was that was brought in from someplace. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Van Horn, Texas. Ugh. That is way Don't know that I've ever been to Van Horn, Texas. They got a good restaurant, Chewy's Restaurant, where <laughs> they have a reserved seat for John Madden and his bus. Really? Mm-hmm. How about that? He would stop there every time he'd drive through. Why would he be driving through Van Horn, Texas? I guess coming from the West Coast. To Dallas or to, something? Yeah, I don't know. Because he wasn't going to fly. No, no. It was, uh, it was the Madden Cruiser. They had, a, they had a, a place that was roped off that said reserved for John Madden. 
How about that? And he would stop there every day. Pictures of him all over the place. Good food. How Chewy's about restaurant. That? Chewy's restaurant. So if you ever go to Van Horn, go to Chewy's. Yeah. You may not have many other choices. <laughs> <laughs> you can maybe go walk and take a picture of the asphalt that's reserved for John Madden's cruiser. Mm-hmm. You think it's still roped off even though? I don't know. That's a great question. I would leave it there. I mean, it's probably a tourist attraction for Van Horn now. Probably. So there you yeah. go. All right. All right. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no. Well, no, I, I'm, I, I needed to know as well. That, I mean, you, that you was, piqued my interest. Yeah, that was further out than Alpine. Wow. Didn't know you got further out than Alpine. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, uh, did you get to see much of the Baylor game last night? I did. Every minute of it. That was, uh, you know, you can sit here and talk about all the pregame stuff and all that stuff. I thought that Baylor would run the football. I really did. Mm-hmm. I thought the way that this thing was constructed, but West Virginia's secondary was a lot worse than I thought they were. They were, you know, I knew that they were bad, but they were horrendous. Mm-hmm. They were they were pathetic uh, in their coverages, and Baylor took advantage of it. And they threw the ball. They threw the ball to run the ball. Well, you got to take what the defense gives you. Yeah, and well, and. Take advantage of strengths and weaknesses. I mean, the weaknesses, rather. And they did that. Uh, and we'll get into that here in a few minutes. But it, it, they, they went about it a little differently than than a lot of times. I mean, they actually threw to run, I think. And, and they were able to run the foot. Offensively, for the majority of the game, even after Shapin's injury, they were able to be productive offensively. They just... Boy, when the game got down to push and shove, they weren't productive offensively. But uh, there's a lot of things to get to on why they lost this football game, and we'll do that uh, coming up. And we'll also talk about where they go from here. I mean, what's next? Kansas is next on the schedule, but where's this team at? Uh, and, and where do they go? I mean, this is a team that was picked to win the Big 12, mm-hmm. and they're 3-3, three and 1-2 three, and two in the league. Uh, and from and you, we talked about it yesterday from West Virginia's perspective, they were tucked deep into that corner, and they and give them credit, they came out swinging. If they were going to go down, they were going to go down swinging. Uh, and I thought offensively they were really good last night. They had a great offensive plan. They did, and as you pointed out, uh, Graham Harrell, the former Tech quarterback, mm-hmm. called a terrific game, and he did put them in put them in. Put them in good spots in, in, in things. They made the one mistake in the throw game mm-hmm. that, you know, cost them points. It did. It nearly cost them the game. It certainly did. I mean, that's the crazy part. You were minus two in the turnover department. You give up nine non-offensive points to your opponent. Your opponent scored on a scoop and score and a blocked extra point. That's nine points that West Virginia's offense did not produce. Uh you weren't very good tackling. You you weren't very good in the secondary. Yet, and you lose your starting quarterback. Yet you you had a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. With the you know it's it's tied with a minute and change to 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 go. I, I don't think they were awful in the secondary. I thought they were pretty decent in the secondary. I just thought J T. Daniels was throwing dimes. Well, there was separation now. Sometimes, but there there was there was times where he made some unbelievable throws. 
and some great catches too. So I don't think they were out of position as much in the secondary. Just my opinion. Yeah. Well, I've seen. Them I, I thought they got gashed in the run game. Well, they did, and and they got z- in, in, into the, the secondary's defense. I'm gonna kind of backtrack here a little bit. No pressure. And I know that a lot of times he's getting it out of his hands. But if you looked up, a lot of times Baylor was was blitzing mm-hmm. and still not getting there. No. They blitzed a bunch and did not get there. Uh, so, but still, I, the nine, you cannot turn the ball over on the road. And, and they did. And then I don't know. And here's the one thing you, you don't know. And is what's that sideline like after your starting quarterback, your leader, comes comes out in street clothes for the second half? Those are the things you don't know. No, you don't. But you got to rally behind your backup. Yeah. And again, he was seven to fourteen, ninety-five yards. Mad. Nope, seven to fourteen, ninety-five yards, one touchdown, and one pick that you know. Look, eat that one, mm-hmm. but he didn't, and it's a turnover. I mean, if he if he eats it, it's a big time sack. But still, you have you got to take the sack there. Yeah, you you do. You you got to tuck that one down and go ahead and and play another down. But he he just tossed it up and and you know and towards the end, I thought West Virginia's defense got a little stronger towards the end of the game. They were starting to get home a little bit. But look, it was a wild game. Both teams five hundred yards plus in offense. So they were just going up and down the field. They couldn't get off the field. Couldn't get off the field. So we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll get in. Greg Tepper's going to join us today. We'll uh, we'll talk some high school football from here in Central Texas and around the state. We'll do that. We'll look ahead to the Cowboys and the Eagles with Kyle Yeomans. We'll do that. And uh, we'll try to get to some Major League Baseball playoffs. We'll try to do that for you as well. So only one game played yesterday. The Yankees and Cleveland got rained out. But uh, the Astros did play last uh, yesterday against Seattle. When Ward and I were over at uh, across the street at uh, at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, we were watching the game. Like I said, they have twelve TVs on that back porch where we were broadcasting from, and we were watching the Astros. And didn't go so well, did it, Ward, for the uh, Fighting Houston's? Well, so, not not early, but it, yeah. it did late. Yep. Yeah. But Damn. when we were watching, they were down. Yeah. Three to two or something like that. So. But here they come and they get the W. Mm-hmm. I, I and, will say this. I thought Seattle Al, played Alvarez better than I thought they would. Alvarez again to the rescue. How about that? How about that? You know, and then I don't know if you guys saw it, but the, the, I think the young man that caught the, the home run ball from the other night, mm-hmm. he met with him. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, yesterday before the game. Kind of cool. All right, we're off and running. 714, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They have a great friendship. And in fact, when Bob Knight and Bill Self and whoever, they hated that Scott was rocking the boat. What is Baylor doing getting all these recruits? What is happening? You know, Huggins came into the conference and for whatever reason really bonded with Scott. And they have just had this enduring friendship. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, they have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry at your gym or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sarah, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. Seven nineteen. This is game time with Ward and Ryan and Tom. Glad to have you with us. Bears drop a forty-three forty decision in Morgantown. They can't win there. Why? 
Why can't they win there? I mean, that's what, six now that they have dropped? And they've dropped blowouts. They've dropped uh, close games. They've dropped high-scoring games. It's just crazy. For whatever reason, they have not won in Morgantown. And they uh, they dropped a uh, 43-40 decision last night to the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers. After the game, right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, the Baylor Radio Network from Learfield, uh, the the guys talking with Coach Dave Aranda and asked about uh, the game itself. A lot of it has been what we what we have done. I think the difference was they were um, versus you know a, a bracket or a two man coverage. They were um, uh, working our leverages and um, and uh, throwing and catching mm-hmm. against it. And I think once that started and then the chain started to move, I think we allowed ourselves to kind of get shook and then the run got us off kilter even more and um you know the score i i would say would probably be the final piece to that where now guys start pushing or stressing or trying to do something that's not in their job description and then it kind of adds to the yards and the the point total dave Miranda after the game last night uh, on the baylor sports network from learfield and in Ward, this this team, I mean, there's a lot of area. It was first of all, if you're sitting in your living room in uh Reno, Nevada, you're thinking, what a great football game. This is fun. I mean, and it really was one of those games that, you know, that was quite entertaining. You had a little bit of everything. You had a again, you had a scoop and score. Uh, you had a ton of explosives. Uh, you had a block extra point, you know, so sudden momentum change. You had a little bit of everything in that football game, Ward Whites. Mm-hmm. You did. It was, you know, a, a game that, you know, both teams overcame some adversity. Both teams took advantage of mistakes and were able to put points on the board. So if you didn't have an allegiance or you were just watching it, like you said, from somewhere across the country on Thursday night football, you couldn't ask for a better game. About halfway through the third quarter is when the uh, the injury occurred uh, to Shapen, and that's uh, you know it was a uh, it was a targeting, and there's no question it was a targeting. Uh, no, he knew it as soon as he yeah committed the foul that he did it. Andrew Wilson Lamp uh, with the hit, and you know he now he's ejected, but you lose your quarterback who was cooking. I mean, he was cooking. Uh, Shapin was 14 of 22 uh, for 326 yards and two touchdowns at that point. I mean, look, he threw for 294 yards in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, he threw a game's worth in the first half, and, and Baylor had some explosives. I mean, when they scored on three straight – first of all, West Virginia gets a – it could not have started any better for WVU. They get the three and out – they win the coin toss, defer, get the three and out. Baylor punts, and then they go right down the field and score, and they grab the early lead. But then Baylor scores on three straight possessions. When they when they did that, did you kind of go, you know what, it's going to be okay. Uh, there's three straight possessions, and they look like they were headed for a fourth one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when in it, it was – they didn't take care of the football. And they, um, and the, and the, and then again, I, the, I, to me, maybe the biggest play, and I don't know, everybody's got a different opinion, I probably, but 
I just think that that blocked extra point. Yes, it led to two points. Yes, you lost a point, so that's a three-point differential. But I think it changed how – I mean, I just think – I think it was a, a huge momentum swing. There's no doubt. I mean, it gave it gave a lot of life to that sidelines, and it it created a lot of excitement mm-hmm. in the in the stands, mm-hmm. and they got loud from there on out. Yeah, and speaking of which, why wasn't that place full? I have no idea. Not even remotely close. There was a lot of empty seats. I, I was like you yesterday. We were talking about it. We thought that that place would be rocking on a Thursday night. That the student body would just you know, flood into that place. And maybe they did, but we didn't see, you know, you, from the television cameras, it looked like a good crowd, but certainly not not a packed house. It wasn't overflowing by any means. No. Uh, not like not, not like you saw in Ames and not like you saw in, in Provo. So a, a tough, tough way to go down. What, what was... What was, in your opinion, I, I told you I think the, the block kick was as big as anything. Why do you, What was your takeaway is why they either A, lost the game or why West Virginia won the game? And it could be different, by the way. Uh, for me, it was the inability of Baylor to stop the running game for West Virginia. Uh, that was the difference in the ball game for me. It's a great point. I mean, a lot of times they didn't get there. And when they did get there, they didn't get them on the ground. They did not tackle well, Ward. No, they at didn't. all. No, they didn't tackle well. But I, you know, again, it was a great called game, and getting out in that space gave West Virginia a chance to to, you know, get to that second level and use their speed, and that's what they did. I mean, that's what they were counting on trying to do, and you know, those delayed draws and things that they ran were were ideal. So, you know, part of it was, you know, Baylor was being very aggressive getting upfield. Well, you get upfield too far and you get past the running back and he's gone. So, I, you know, I thought it was a very well-called game and they used the running game to their advantage and that was the difference in the ball game to me. You know, yesterday you and I were talking and I thought about the foot speed of Monterey Baldwin. Cause he could fly. Uh, he had two catches for 45 yards. The star of the game uh, was Gavin Holmes. Mm-hmm. Seven, he was targeted nine times, seven catches, two hundred and ten yards, and uh, and one touchdown, including a fifty-six yarder. I mean, he was terrific, and, and he and Shapen, boy, they had they were they were in sync. They had something going, and it's just a crying shame that 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 Blake had to leave the game because again, I thought he was. He was well on his way to a, a tremendous football. He still had a heck of a football game, and he didn't play half the third quarter, none of the fourth. And they, you know, they did show him in street clothes uh, after, you know, in the third quarter. You you saw a picture or something that he was in street clothes. But number one, you hope he's okay. Uh, and, and again, Co- Coach Aranda after the game, you know, said that there would be further evaluation. I don't think that there's much more they can say right now uh, about it, but. You know, is 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 this a battle of backups next Saturday at McLean when Kansas and and Baylor play? You know, we'll we'll have to see. Now he, there is a ten day window here, so and you know, I think we have to just kind of 
pump the brake and wait and see what's going on. But uh, I, uh, this team is now three and three. They're one and two in the conference. Couple extra days here to kind of get ready, and then they're back home against Kansas. And we'll talk about what's next for the Bears. We'll do that. When we come back in just a couple of minutes, but right now let's get to the Cowboy Report. Christy Scales is here. Christy is uh, Christy's going to get you up to date on the on the Dallas Cowboys, and it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out today at richardcar.com. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Demarcus Lawrence is tired of hearing about Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. He lets you know how he really feels right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys will be in Philly this weekend for the primetime Sunday night football divisional duel against the undefeated Eagles, who are led by quarterback Jalen Hurts. And while Cowboys players have been peppered all week with questions about how to stop Hurts in the Eagles ground game, defensive end Demarcus Lawrence has had enough. Hey, how about this? That's the last question I'm hearing about Hurts. For real, though. Because I really don't care. Y'all asking me questions like I should be worried about them. I just want y'all to understand that, you know, we coming to play too. Dak Prescott did some light throwing yesterday and was listed as a limited participant in practice, but it's Cooper Rush who'll start again this weekend. Kickoff Sunday night is 720 Central. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
The West Virginia defense scored on a fumble recovery return and a blocked extra point to provide the difference in a 43-40 win over Baylor. The Bears are still winless in six games played in Morgantown. China Spring at La Vega tops tonight's high school football action. University is on the road at Elgin, and you can hear that game on Star 104.9 FM. Waco High visits Shoemaker. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple Place hosts the Hutto. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. Jordan Alvarez provided the winning runs once again with a two-run homer and a 4-2 Astros win over the Mariners. The Yankees in Cleveland were rained out last night, so they'll play game two of that American League Divisional Series at noon today. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-two. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we talk Baylor West Virginia football from last night. Bears drop a heartbreaker, forty-three to forty. Where do they go next? Uh, Dave Aranda last night with John, JJ, and Ricky. It is. You know, we we didn't execute when it matters most. I thought there was times where we would make a run and we would get things going, and we could never make the next play, whether it was. Um, an offensive play to to um, um, avenge a score, or it was a defensive play to um, create a lead. You know, we just could never make it, and you could feel the moment momentum of all of it was just not good at halftime with uh, the amount of yards we had and the and what the score was, and and so the you know the thing that we have to work on is um, the details, the um, the um, bringing the scope of the offense and defensive plays down to a, um, a minority of calls that we can execute in pressure situations because uh, we did not do that tonight. Ward, it sounds like he's saying they got to simplify things. That's what it sounds like to me. And, and get things back in a, in a more manageable Play selection both offensively and defensively. Do things you're comfortable doing. Yeah. Uh, so where, where is this Where is this team and where is this team going and where can this team go? I mean, I don't think that anything that's it, that was part of their goals uh, is completely out of their reach now. I think they still can – they can still make it to Dallas. Got to have the, help now. For the championship game, but, you know, they're going to have to have some – some help along the way to, to get them there, but it's not a a goal that they cannot get to. I mean, you you win the rest of them, you'll have a shot at it. You know, take care of your business. Somebody's going to have to give you a little bit of help, but still, you're you're still in the fight. Um, but it makes it very difficult now, and the schedule that they have laying in front of them makes it even harder. Yeah, you you've got uh, this team to me has to find a way. To to play with that, you know. Look, they played with a little swagger last. No, no, it wasn't a little. They played with they played with swagger last year. They played with, hey, you're not, we're we're good. You're not going to beat us. They had a chip on their shoulder. They did. I mean, in 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 a positive way. I mean, they didn't. I mean, it wasn't a negative way. It was a positive chip on that shoulder. And look, they they walked. It was it wasn't arrogance. It was confidence. And I don't sense that with with this team. Uh, you know, at some point you just got to go do it. 
The coaches can talk about it. They can teach. They can do all those things. But at some point, you just got to go do it. And at 3-3, three and three, right now, if you were to say, you know, where's this team today? Right now, it's a 500 football team. 3-3. Mm-hmm. Three and three. Yeah, it's a 500 football team. And it was a team that most thought was good enough to win the league. What was, was all the experts, were they wrong? Or is there something else? Well, I mean, you can call them experts if you want, but I'm talking about the coaches thought that they were the, they were the team, wow. and they should have been the team because they were the defending champions, and that gets you a pass all the way. You you should be you win it the year before, unless your roster is completely turned over. You should be the favorite going into the season. But that's not always the case. You know that. I, I know, but it should be. Yeah, and, and look, we knew that they had to. They were going to make a change at quarterback. They had to go find the running back, and they had to go find some wide receivers. Uh, that were, you know, they knew they had talented players at those positions, but you know who who was who was going to step up and 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 start? Well, again, you continue to rotate running backs. So is that does it? You know, am I to believe that that's the plan, or am I to believe that they haven't had that one guy just clearly take over? I thought it was going to be Reese. You know, he he'd kind of I thought he'd kind of separated himself. I but, did too. But when you go back and look at the numbers, you know, who started the game? Squirrel. And Reese had 13 carries, Quaylen Jones had 10. And so I mean you I don't guess you're going to have that guy that's going to get it 20 25 times. Yeah, and I mean that's that's a that's a coaching choice. Yeah, and they they can, you know, if that's what they want to do, running back by committee, that's that's up to them. If they yeah, feel like if that it, that's if, the best path because they want to have fresh legs, I I'm in the opinion of, hey, I want to get a guy in there and and ride him until I have to give him a blow. Yeah, and, and again, if it works, it works. I agree. Uh, and, and you look, but we always talk about. There's a lot of these running backs that, you know, until they get to, until they break that sweat, so to speak. The great ones are better in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, because, Re- because they have, you know, that sweat going. They, they've been lathered up. Reese is averaging 4.4 in the game last night, and Quaylen Jones averaged 4.4 last night. Again, Reese with 13 carries, Quaylen with, with, uh, with 10 carries. So they were statistically about the same uh, in the football game last night. But, again, is you don't see that one guy that, that's getting the bulk of the carries, you know, quote, the starter. Uh, the, they're clearly sharing time, and it looks like that that's probably the path that they're on. Now, a, how does – and, again, I think we're way too early, but where do they go with this Kansas game back home on, on Saturday? What do they do today? I mean, is today, let's just lift a little bit. Let's just stretch and maybe watch some film and, and then kind of relax and, and try to get get going again for next week because basically you got an extra day or two to get ready for, for KU. Well, I think, yeah, you have, to, you have to work out. You have to run. You have to lift and get the soreness out. And then you start trying to figure out, you know, what do we have to do next week about Kansas? And – um, I, you know, I, I think you don't dwell on this too long. You got to be able to, you know, learn from it, 
watch the film, and then move on. Yeah, and again, I don't have the answer, but is this a team that's going to go nine and three, ten and two, uh, not ten and two, but nine and three, eight and four, seven and five, or is this a team that's going to go six and six, five and seven? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, look, there's so much parity in this league. You mm-hmm. just don't know, right? And you're you're 100 correct. And I still think, I still I still think this is a good football team. I, I think there's good football players, and you can go back to all three losses and go there, there, there. If you take care of that, do that, and do that, you're in the winner circle. I mean that it's it's not like it's thirty five to seven. I mean it's no it's look it's a player to either direction, right? And that's that's what has separated them from wins and losses. Double overtime loss on the road. There's one, you know. Uh, slow start against Oklahoma State, and then they turned it on in the second half and got close within a touchdown at one point, a couple of points. I mean, played played well in the second half against the Cowboys. Just, I think they dug a, too big a hole in the first half. And then last night, I look a player to either way, and you're in the winner's circle. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like it's, you know, there's no hope. But what gets them to the point to where they're making those plays and not giving up those plays to separate wins and losses? All right. That's what I don't know. I I think. Coach Aranda nailed it. You got to keep it simple, stupid, and you know, go back to basics and do what you do well all the time. Yeah, he he talked about early in that in that clip about they in the game last night when they got going, they just couldn't make the next play to to really keep it going, and they got to find a way to do that, do make that next play, and then the next play, and if they can do that then this thing can get going again. Mm-hmm. So, for this team, and I think that's that's anybody's guess right now. I mean, and I know it's simple to say, but I think it's up to the players what direction they go for the, for the, for the next six. Well, and you got Kansas coming in next. Let's wait until Saturday and see what Kansas looks like mm-hmm. because it could be – Kansas could be a train wreck. Coming off the Oklahoma game? Coming off the Oklahoma game, not having their quarterback. I mean, you know, he was a lot to do with where they were. Oh, there's no doubt. So, if he's truly unavailable, they're going to have to do some scrambling to try to fix that. Right. So, you know, you just kind of look at that one and go, all right, we have to to separate at this point. And it'll be a great opportunity for them to separate – now, if he comes in and they play well on Saturday and and you know, they're coming in with a little bit of a little bit of momentum again, you're still gonna have to find a way to to put your will on them in your stadium and separate yourself. Yeah. There's no question. Uh, JB on a CNC Collision Center text line says, let's not overlook the job that Drones did. He played a nice game coming off the bench coat. Yes, I did. agree 100%. Yeah, and, and we said that at the top of the show. 7 of 14, 95 yards. Baylor did not lose that game because they lost their quarterback. No, I don't think so either. They didn't make some plays in the special teams. 
And like you said, they couldn't get off the field. They couldn't. They just up front could not tackle. They didn't tackle well and could not get off the field. And to me, that's why they lost. Look, they had enough offense to it. You score 40? If you score 40, you should have a pretty good chance to win the football game. But again, they gave up nine points that were not West Virginia's offense scoring. It was West Virginia's special team scoring and West Virginia's defense scored. That's tough to overcome, particularly when it's kind of a shootout-type football game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I again, I, at some point I was going, slow down. I think the best defense would be a slow offense because I didn't think I didn't think West Virginia could stop Baylor. I mean, they were just you know look they were they were chewing them up. They they had a hard time except for that interception. Yeah, Drones throws the you know Drones throws the pick under pressure, and you know that that's a big play. But I, again, I'll go back and tell you I thought the big play of the game was the uh, was the extra point that that I think that was a that changed the complexion of the whole ball game. Totally did. It totally did. I, I agree with you. All right, so next up is the Kansas Jayhawks homecoming next uh, next week. Let's see where the Bears go, and we'll have all the coverage for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. 744, this is ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, glad you're with us. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Second and five. Only heard here. here. Coming right to left in the white jersey, silver helmets and pants rush under pressure. All season. Throws deep. Skinny post. Walk in. CD Lamb. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from Lincoln Financial Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys and the Eagles Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with good feet arch supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down, so she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day, and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part, it's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. Nobody covers football in Central Texas, like ESPN Central Texas. 
Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. All right, 749. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. Be careful on your way to work or to school. Be especially careful in and around our school zones. Uh, 11 away from 8 o'clock. Got high school football coming up. And, Ward, you are at home against the Huddle Hippos. The Fighting Huddle Hippos. And that'll be over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Has to be one of the top 10 mascots, right? Doesn't it, though? Wouldn't you like to see, and I know you can't do this because of school size, but wouldn't it be cool to see the hippos and the wampus cats get together? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then maybe have a. A round robin with with the with the polar bears or yeah the frost polar bears yeah wouldn't that be cool zebras yeah you can get yeah. you can get to the zebras there's uh there's a bunch of them yeah there is we, we amarillo sandies yep uh we we can go on forever and ever all right so that's that's uh tonight at seven o'clock seven o'clock pregame seven thirty kickoff. I'll be at halftime by then. Uh, <laughs> That's a killer. Ryan, Ryan, you're uh, you're in Elgin. We'll be in Elgin. Uh, University Trojans one went away from clinching their first playoff berth since 2009. So a lot riding on this game or every other game for the rest of the regular season for the Trojans. 6:30 pregame, seven o'clock kick from Elgin, Texas. Over on Star 104.9 FM, and here on ESPN Central Texas, we'll have Shoemaker in Waco. And uh, that will be a 6.30 pregame right here. Followed by the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show with Lark and uh, and Aaron. So we got that for you uh, coming up tonight. Our continuing high school football coverage here on ESPN Central Texas. And then, of course, uh, 
playoff time immediately uh, following the regular season, and we got some great games coming up for you already. We are we're we're booking up fast, if you know what I mean, on our family of radio stations. Did we looked, and I know we're up against the clock, but oh well. Uh, we <laughs> it's our show. Uh, we looked, and we're, there's a potential on the first weekend of the playoffs mm-hmm. that we could have. We have seven radio stations, six of them English, one Spanish station. And we could have a game on every radio station in this building on the first Friday night if everybody plays on Friday night. It'd be fun. I I mean, literally every game, uh, every radio station in this building would have something. So uh, that's interesting, including some some basketball, because by then uh, the Bears and Scott Drew will uh, will be off and running and we'll have games right here on ESPN Central Texas for the Bears. Who were picked to win the Big 12 yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there you go. All right, seven fifty-two. Let's uh, let's quickly go through our high school football picks, Ryan. So great slate of games for week eight, and we will start with the game here. So tonight. he says. What? So I'm he not- says. Yeah, he'll he'll pick them on Saturday yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. I have them circled right here. Yeah. Well, yeah, you throw that sheet of paper away. We'll oh, get another one. okay. Okay. So what's this? Well, first of all, give us the standings real quick, and then okay. let's go through the games. Okay. So- Do we have to. Yeah. Well, you know. Ward is in fourth at 42 and 28 overall. Pencil whip. Tom's in third with 46 and 24 overall. Pencil whip. Aaron's in second, 47, 23. You know it's pencil whip when that's mm-hmm. happening. And yours truly in first with a 51 and 19. So the record. rookie is in first place. Well, you know, when you pick the scores during the scoreboard show, it's yep. easy. All right, what it's are our games? Helps. All right, so our first game tonight on ESPN Central Texas, Waco High at Colleen Shoemaker, Tom. Uh, this is a Waco High team trying to get better, trying to build. Uh, Shoemaker's playing really well. They're at home. I'm taking Shoemaker. Ward. Shoemaker. Shoemaker across the board. Hutto at Temple. Temple. Ward. Temple. Temple. Temple across the board. University at Elgin. Tom. I went back and forth on this one, but I, I think with the momentum, I'm going to go University on the road. Elgin. And Aaron and I are going with the Trojans. Holland at Thorndale. I'm going to go with Thorndale on this one, Ward. Thorndale. I, they've won a couple in a row now, and I like the way that this Holland team is playing. And they got to go get a win. I'm going Holland. And then Aaron is going to go with Thorndale. Colleen High taking on Colleen Ellison tonight, Ward. Big rivalry game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Colleen High. Kangaroos. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I'm going Ellison. Aaron and I are taking the Kangaroos. And then a battle of winless teams. Getting One of their teams getting their first win. Meridian at Hubbard, Tom. I'll take Hubbard. Hubbard. Hubbard across the board. Riesel at Marlin. Aaron, Great game, by the way, Riesel and Marlin. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I, th- I think this has the potential to be a super game. Aaron and I are going to take Marlin, Ward. Marlin. And I'm going Marlin. Rosebud Lot at Bosqueville in a huge district matchup. Mm-hmm. Rosebud Lot for me. Aaron I, and I agree. And I'm going Clint Zanders fighting Bosqueville Bulldogs. I like it. Gatesville at Salado. Ward. Give me the Hornets. Gatesville. I'll take Salado. Aaron's taking Gatesville, and I am all, I am taking Salado. And then our 10th and final game, probably the game of the week in Central Texas, Tom, China Spring at La Vega. I just think with the injuries and everything that's going on, I'll take China Spring right now. Cougars. Cougars across the board, and that is the Week 8 Texas High School Football Pick'ems. There you go. 7.55, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk high school football with Greg Tepper coming up in a few minutes. But right now, John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. 
This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football back home from Morgantown with another loss to the West Virginia Mountaineers. Plus volleyball, big match in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Follow Baylor Volleyball all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football is still 0 for Morgantown, falling last night to the West Virginia Mountaineers, 43-40 the final score. Baylor now 0-6 all-time playing the Mountaineers in Morgantown. Baylor had 594 yards of offense on the night, but lost starting quarterback Blake Shapen in the third quarter. Kyron Drones filled in well, but the Baylor defense gave up 500 yards of offense to West Virginia in a 43-40 loss. After the game, we visited with head coach Dave Aranda. Tough loss for you guys on the road. It is. You know, we, we didn't execute when it matters most, I thought. There was times where we would make a run and we would get things going and we could never make the next play, whether it was um, an offensive play to, to um, um, avenge a score or it was a defensive play to um, create a lead. You know, we just could never make it. And you could feel the moment, momentum of all of it was just not good at halftime with uh, the amount of yards we had and, the, and what the score was. And, and so, the, you know, the thing that we have to work on is um, the details, the, um, the um, bringing the scope of the offense and defensive plays down to a, um, a minority of calls that we can execute in pressure situations because uh, we did not do that tonight. Dave Aranda following last night's 43-40 loss to West Virginia that leaves the Bears at 3-3 three and three on the season, 1-2 and two in Big 12 conference play, now hosting Kansas Saturday week, October 22nd at McLean Stadium. Also, Baylor soccer, a 3-2 winner over Iowa State last night. They'll play at West Virginia on Sunday. Baylor volleyball, number 18 in the nation, hosting number one Texas tomorrow at 2. It's a whiteout tomorrow in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. We do have the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine with us and the star of Valley Sports Scoreboard Show at night, Greg Tepper. Greg, good evening, or good morning rather, how are we? Boy, we're playing real fast and loose with the word star, aren't we? Words, <laughs> no. no. Words, words have meaning. <laughs> I know that this is a living language, but come on. We, we need to stick with some some sort of definition of words. Come no. on. I, I, I was talking to our, our, our mutual friend Craig uh, yesterday, and I, I said just that. Oh. I said the star of that show, man. <laughs> he goes, oh. yeah, I agree. So anyway. Uh, no, no that's, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> Ah, uh, Greg, we we're this is a push now. We're in push mode to the to the finish line for uh, the regular season. That's crazy. Let, let me put it to you this way, guys. Uh, after tonight, in fact, right now, teams are waking up right now with two games left in their season. That's it. Like that's it. The two like their their season is is eighty percent done. Um, and tonight, more will join that 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 group. You know, we are in the final third of the regular season, and and I know that that seems like it's sudden, and, and part of it is that it is. It's only been two months, but but we've we've got this this now kind of the the landscape shifts a little bit. Like it's in a lot of ways, I think that that this is kind of the beginning of that that second that second part of the regular season. I think there's three seasons, kind of non district district. And then there's uh, there's playoffs, obviously. But I really think that right now is kind of like even within that that, the, that framework, this is different. Like what you're seeing right here is you've got games that uh, are really ramping up, and it, it feels like the fun and games are over. Like in in some ways, like the novelty of playing football again has worn off, and now it's like it's down to business. And we're thinking about playoff matchups, and we're thinking about who's going to play whom and, and, and where they're, you know, what, the, what the, what the big showdowns are going to be uh, district championships are on the line tonight, things like that. And so that is to me, the fun part is that, you know, I think weeks four through seven, you kind of got to, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's high school football, but then now it hits a new level, a new gear of intensity, because for a lot of these teams, I mean, for a lot of these teams, playoffs start tonight. Like if they don't win tonight, then, then they mm -hmm. might as well start blowing up basketball. So it's, it's, a, it's a different element of, of intensity. Greg, speaking of district championships, there's one in the Metroplex tonight that could have, certainly be a district championship, and Burleson is 
the undefeated Centennial Spartans take on the undefeated in district play anyway, the Alito Bearcats. Could this be the year that somebody actually knocks the Alito Bearcats off a district throne? Well, it would be the first time since 2007 that it happened. Um, Alito has the state's all-time longest district winning streak. They have won 108 district games in a row, um, and and have they've just been untouchable in district play. I think that's why when realignment came out and we saw that they were put into the same district with Denton Ryan, everyone kind of perked up and they go, "Oh, really?" Like they're going to get a challenge within their own district. Well, now they get Denton Ryan next week, and we can certainly have a conversation about what Denton Ryan looks like, who just lost to Burleson Centennial. And they said Burleson Centennial snapped their 52 game district winning streak last week. But Alito better not look past this team because this team is extremely capable of knocking them off. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Burleson Centennial, they run, they are a team that they want to squeeze the game. They want to take the air out of the ball. They want you to have the ball for as little as possible. They want you to, 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 to miss the ball so much you're writing letters to it. They are – this is an, an option offense. They've got a great running back named Elijah Zay who they just grind it out on the ground and they just go on these long, sustained drives. Think like borderline service academy football. I mean that's what they're doing here is that they are just grinding you down and their defense has been spectacular all year long. I mean, last week against Denton Ryan, this was a wounded Denton Ryan team, but at the same time, they, they basically, they held them to one score because they, uh, Ryan had a defensive touchdown in that game. And so this is a, this is big time red alert for Alito. They have to be ready. Now Alito, I think has figured things out since their Owen two start. Uh, I think they they figure out, especially offensively house hands, Haney, their quarterback has been strong. We've got a running back named Hawk Patrick Daniels, which sounds like an eighties, like, like action movie star. Uh, but Hawk Patrick Daniels has been very good at the running back spot. Their defense has been pretty solid as well. The other thing about Alito is a 108 district games in a row. So it's hard to pick against streak and B going up against teams that tend to be one dimensional, which I would say Burleson Centennial certainly falls into that category. Alito has typically feasted. And so that is the real question here is can, can Centennial kind of work the trick again? You know, they, they knocked off, a, they, they knocked off a, a huge district winning streak last week. Now they get an opportunity at the king of district winning streaks. Isn't that the same formula that uh, Don Hyde wants to use tonight? I mean, he wants them to use your analogy. He wants them to uh, get the stationary out and the ink pen out uh, uh, in China spring. He, he the La Vega pirates, they Look, to win the game, they got to play slow, but I think that that's their, that's their MO anyway when they play China Spring tonight. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, that, is, that is exactly what, uh, you know, La Vega is going to do. And, and I think there may have been kind of a notion across the state to kind of forget about La Vega, especially, you know, look, they, you know, they, look they're, they're a team that, that is 4-3 and three on the year. And, and at one point, I want to say they were 1-3, yeah. But look at their, their losses. They lost to, by, uh, by one point to a full-strength Waco Conley team. Conley faded a little bit of late, but a lot of that, I think, has to do with injuries that they've had. They lost to Midlothian Heritage. There's no shame in that spot as a state-ranked Midlothian Heritage team. Uh, and then they lost to, to Lorena, who, of course, is the defending state champion. They lost that by, by one score. This is a team that I think since then has really figured it out offensively. Bryson Rowland has gotten going. They've been able to, to move the ball more effectively. And they've kind of gotten back to what they do. They've kind of got back to their, 
their MO, which is they want to grind you down. They are, they are physical. They want to outmuscle you. Um, and they're going up against the China Spring team. You know, remember this is the China Spring team we had a lot of questions about coming into specifically because they were replacing the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year in Major Bowden and quarterback. Well, they've, they've answered that question emphatically uh, with quarterback Cash McCollum. He's been very strong, a lot of different playmakers. I will say this, though. Uh, historically, La Vegas had China Springs number. Like, this has been a poor matchup for China Spring historically. Like, just something about it. I, I wonder if it's just that. The, the physical style of play uh, doesn't suit China Spring in that regard, at least the, the kind of style of play that, that La Vega plays, which is kind of singular. Um, and, and because they've won the last three, like La Vega has had, had China Spring's number uh, historically. The other thing is that this game's in Bellamy. And, and that is Willie Williams Stadium on a Friday night gets rocking. And this is a huge game for this, for this La Vega team. You want to talk about making a statement, an opportunity to welcome in a state champion and, and knock them off at home. It's going to be a rocking atmosphere up there in, in Belmead tonight. And, and I think if, if you're China Spring, especially with China Spring has Stephenville next week, there can't be any look ahead. Because if you look ahead, then you're going to get socked in the mouth by what I think is still a really good La Vega team. Temple coming off a big win last week over Midway on the road. Now they get to come back home and take on the Hutto Hippos. This has the makings of a really good game tonight. Yeah, it absolutely does, and a really important game, I think, for both of these teams. You know, for Temple, at 3-0 and in district, they've got to love the place that they're at right now. You know, they've, they've, they've essentially run through everyone they should in their district. You know, they, they baby Brian. Brian's kind of, kind of, you know, that's a really nice win for them. Uh, and, then, and then Weiss and then, and then Midway. Uh, this is, for me, you know, functionally, uh, I guess I'm trying to do some quick math. I think they can clinch a playoff spot if they win tonight. There may be a certain situation where there's just everything goes goes into the into the shredder and and things go go wacky. But I think if they win tonight, they're they're at least they're at least sitting very pretty for clinching a playoff spot. Uh, you know, big came ahead next week against Killian Harker Heights, probably for the district championship. Uh, but this is an opportunity to really grab a stranglehold on that going up against this Hutto team that. They, like the, the name of them has been just up and down. Like there have been times where I thought they played really well. Uh, they have a really nice win over Converse Judson. They remember are the only team to beat Liberty Hill this year. Uh, you know, not to six a over a five a, but I would still say that that's an impressive win uh, for uh, you know for for the Hippos. Um, but the, the difference is, and the reason that I like Temple in this game is that I do not think I trust this Hutto defense. I think this Hutto defense has been pretty, pretty, pretty wounded and pretty, pretty poor, to be quite frank. And I think that Temple's going to have an opportunity to feast offensively. You know, if they if they want to get into a shootout, uh, you know, I don't think that I don't think Temple should or should try to get into a shootout because Hutto does have some firepower for Coach Will Compton's squad. But I would say that if you're looking for a team with the advantage, the Temple defense is pretty clearly superior to the to the Hutto defense, and that is probably going to be the difference in the game. Greg, uh, Marlin's starting to get some players back and get uh, get to healthy again. Is this a team that is that could that could get going and make a run? Yeah, I think so. You know, uh, you you mentioned the injuries. This is a team that that was just absolutely uh, clobbered by injuries over the course of the season. You know, not not to mention Darian Gallette, who got injured and then transferred to Tig. Um, but this is a this is a team that I do think is getting right. And the other thing about them is that I think that they're like their schedules lighting up lightning up because 
you know, look, last week against Crawford, I thought that they were competitive, which is kind of all I needed to see against the state-ranked team. Um, they were competitive, and I think that that bodes well. Uh, they are now kind of going into a softer part of their schedule. They get Riesel tonight, and then Bruceville Eddy, and then Rosebud Lott, and then Valley Mills. I think they should be favorites, if not comfortable favorites, in all of those games. And so you're talking about a team that, yeah, the, the record may be ugly, but if you're six and four and you finish second in district, like, you know, that's pretty darn good, especially when the team that finishes first is going to be state ranked and probably in the top five. Uh, so this is for me, everything that Marlin wants is still out in front of them. And if they can get, if they can get healthy and they can continue, I think, especially to grow defensively, that is going to be a real important uh, kind of step for this program to, to maybe start achieving some of the things that we thought they could in the off season. You know, you can't, you can't predict these kinds of injuries, and especially they've had a slew of injuries. Uh, but this is a really this is a, this is a, I think an inflection point for Marlin because uh, at two and four the record's ugly. But if you zoom out, and I think that Coach Ruben Torres is pretty good about getting his guys focused. If you zoom out and you take a look at it, you're saying, "Hey, listen, everything we want is still out in front of us. We can if we win these next four games, which we should, then we're into the playoffs as the second seed, and we've got an opportunity to make a run. And that's all you can ask for." Greg, in District 11 that matches up with District 12 from here mm-hmm. in the Bay District, Mansfield and Duncanville tonight. Can Mansfield shake up the top of that district? Uh, it would it would be rather shocking. But, uh, look, uh, this is a Mansfield team that I think we n- didn't necessarily see coming. Um, you know, they've been a, a, a team that's, that's been a little bit down in the past couple of years. Uh, but give a lot of credit uh, to Coach Greg George, who I think has really turned this team around. I think the offense is really fun. They've got a lot of different weapons. They've got a running back named James Johnson, who's been great, great, a dual-threat quarterback, and Sergio Kennedy, who, who can kind of light it up a little bit. And also, I think their defense, for the most part, with the exception of one kind of hiccup against Mansfield Lakeridge, they've been pretty strong. This does feel like a different animal, though, because you're going from, you know, beating the Mansfield Lake Ridges of the world and, and beating uh, beating Mansfield Legacy and South Grand Prairie. And now you get Duncanville and Duncanville is like the final boss. Um, and, and the question for, for anybody who plays against Duncanville is how do you match up up front? That's, that's it. That's the whole that's the whole ball game here is how do you match up up front? Because Duncanville's so big and so physical in the trenches on both the offensive line and the defensive line. Colin Simmons, their star defensive end, has been a menace this year. And so uh, for Mansfield, this is a real prove-it game uh, for them. They're 6-0, and but this would be – this is the best team they've played by a factor of about 10. And so they're going to – we're going to find out real quick exactly where they stack up. Because, by the way – their schedule is pretty backloaded. Okay. The next four weeks, they go, it's Duncanville this week. Then they play Waxahachie next week. And then they, they'll play Dallas Skyline. They should win that game. That's a, a struggling Skyline program. And then they close against DeSoto. So, like, we'll find out real quick exactly how, how good this, this Mansfield team is because I, I'm, I'm open to the idea of them being, being legit. But they've got us, the, the, tonight we'll get the, the most important data point we've had yet. On uh, TexasFootball.com, the uh, the 2A, 3A, and 4A projections are there for, for playoffs. Uh, anything surprise you? By the way, are you familiar with TexasFootball.com, that website? I, I, I saw it one time. And- <laughs> <laughs> Did when, Anything shock you? I mean – you, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I think that like when the playoffs come out, what, what's interesting is that the, when the playoffs come out, when the brackets come out, we kind of get this like 
like this shock to the system of like, by the way, remember, here's everything that happened in high school football this year, like all at once. And so like there are teams that you forget maybe have overachieved that you suddenly say, wow, they're going to be the number one seed, huh? That, that's, that's certainly interesting. And then you're going to uh, other teams that are going to be like, oh, wait, uh, that's uh, what is that team doing? Like, for example, right now, like if you guys have not been paying attention to it, um, uh, Jim Ned is a team that was in a regional semifinal last year, of course, won the state championship in 2020. They've been riding the struggle bus this year. And we've got them playing a tough paradise team in the first round of the playoffs. You know, that's, that's a real danger zone for them there in 3A. Uh, that's, that's certainly something to keep an eye on. Uh, we've got playoff projections, I believe, for every, every uh, division or every division now uh, up there on TexasFootball.com. Uh, obviously, these are all subject to change. Uh, but, you know, one thing that I always look for is like wh- how like what the path for, for contenders is going to be. And a perfect example of like if you haven't been paying attention to it, you may not have noticed it is what's going on for Mart. So Mart is I don't think I'm breaking any news. I think Mart's going to go undefeated. I think they're going to win their district. Um, they're going to play Colmsdale in the first round that were or rather Detroit in the first round. We think they're going to be big favorites of Detroit. And then in the second round, I think they're going to play Tannehill, which is a team that we thought was going to be like the, 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 the mark killer and potentially the real threat for them in region three. Uh, they're going to play them in, in, in the second round simply because Tenahaw's season has not gone the way that they want. Now is Martin in danger against Tenahaw? I mean, you have to measure this against the fact that Tenahaw has underachieved in, uh, over the course of the season, but that's something certainly to keep an eye on it. And yeah. So for me, when I, whenever these things kind of start taking shape, I kind of start charting out where these contenders and where, like where these, uh, these pressure points are going to come from, where these kind of squeeze points are going to be. And, and for more, it may come earlier than they think, um, you know, in, in a region, in a region three, that does look like theirs for the taking. Uh, but they may see a team like price Carlisle in the regional final, which would be a challenge. So uh, still a lot to determine. Those things are going to kind of ebb and flow over the course of the next couple of weeks. But uh, we've got those playoff projections up at texasfootball.com. If you want to see uh, how your team is projected to go. What else is there uh, on texasfootball.com right now, Greg? Yeah, got a lot of stuff up there. Obviously, we've got the our, our, we're going to have the, the scoreboard going uh, tonight with with live scores across the state of Texas. Uh, our college football coverage up there at TexasFootball.com. I know that uh, I, I know college football is a bad word down there in Waco these days, but uh, but we are uh, we actually are um, last this past week on our college football podcast, Republican Football. We had Jake Spavital from Texas State on to talk about their big win over Appalachian State and kind of the program moving forward. So you can go see that interview. A lot of other good stuff up there on TexasFootball.com. Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. Appreciate your time. All right. Take care, guys. See you. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Man, that is a walking encyclopedia, isn't it? I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know how he does the, the, Me neither. The knowledge flow that he had. I'm, you know, I'm trying to remember what was for lunch yesterday, and, and he's spouting off. I mean, it's amazing. All right, 817, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business, covering four generations. We're talking about the Emery's, and right now it's Braden's. Uh, turn at the helm. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation is built one customer at a time. They're Central Texas's largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, 
hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, residential metal roofing, and more. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches. And if you're building a new building, uh, maybe a, a metal building or a barn dominium, hey, and you don't know how to get started, well, check in with Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll be more than happy to help you find the best contractor that, that makes sense for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has two great locations. Remember, they're coming soon to um, to Loop 340 out next to Busby Feed. Hey, they got to be getting close. I mean, I was over there. I was driving by there the other day and looking, and man, that is going to be a fantastic place. Uh, but right now, it's still Monday through Friday, 730 till 5 uh, at uh, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane and also down in Bryan. And don't forget, they're open on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7. At pioneerboys.com. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, Chevy of West, Citizen State Bank, Sakura Ford, West Feed, and West Rentals. Coach, coming off a 56 to nothing shutout win over A Plus Academy and District Play last Friday night, just a great all around effort from your team. Your offense was able to move the ball the whole game, and your defense pitches a shutout. Can't ask for much more. No, our kids came ready to play again and just excited for them to, uh, you know, be able to you know, take care of business and, and get things started early. You know, we started the game with the pick six and, uh, you know, never really looked back from there. So, um, you know, kids uh, kids played well, coaches prepared us well, and, uh, you know, looking forward to another another big game this week. This is something we've talked about in the past, but a game like this also allows you to play a lot of people, which could be really helpful down the line, especially in the playoffs. You know, it was, uh, you know, a lot of guys got in again and, and gained some of those, that Friday night experience. And so, uh, you know, it's big for us to be able to get those guys some playing time and, and uh, uh, you know, reward their work at practice and, and, and get them, you know, a chance to, to see what they can do, uh, you know, under under the lights of Friday night. So it was a, a big night for us. A lot of kids got some playing time, and, and we were able to evaluate some kids in some real situations. Now, this week you continue district play at home against the May Pearl team coming off a big win in district last week. Talk a little bit about May Pearl. First of all, offensively, another spread team. You know they are. You know they're they're pretty conventional with what they do. They really like to run the football uh, uh, out of their spread stuff, and they got some they got some weapons and some guys that can really do it. So, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be a big task force defensively to make sure that that we do our job and tackle. And then, you know, offensively, we we've, we've got to just do what we've been doing and, and be efficient in our in a in, in a run game and and you know be able to throw the ball and and, and play catch with those guys. And so. Uh, uh, you know, it's a big week for us as, as uh, you know, these, these weeks wind down. And, uh, you know, it's important that we uh, uh, we really play well. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford, where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. 
Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters, and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where truck season has been extended, which means big savings to you when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City or ChevyofWest.com. If you're looking for a certified pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, find new roads to Chevy of West for our biggest savings of 2022. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and for more, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. Friday 24, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stephanie from Sales. Good morning. Did you sell anything yesterday? Ah, I did. Okay, good. What do you got for us? We've got baseball, basketball, football. Beg your pardon? They're sports, right? Coming all the way from Australia. (laughs) Well, is that a question? (laughs) No, I just, just, yeah, no. I mean, I know they are. Yeah, no. No, they're sports, but I'm taking you. Yes, they're sports. I'm taking you across this the ocean huh? to Australia, and they have a game. Hundred miles or more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a game called faceball. No, they don't. Yes, they do. You take two chairs, two opponents. Face faceball. Yeah, like ear, eyes, nose, mouth, face. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, two chairs have to be ten feet apart. You have two opponents. 10 feet apart, and you take beach balls. You take beach balls. Now, you get to hit your opponent in the head as many times as you can. Your opponent cannot move. And you go, like, you you pick before the game. Do you want one round, two rounds, whatever? So you get turns. Well, you get a beach ball, and you throw them and hit them in the head. A beach ball? (laughs) Well, who cares? I think it's hilarious. I mean, but, I mean, if you really want to – Get a dodgeball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knock someone's head ball. off. Oh, yeah. Where did you find this? <sighs> On the internet. Of course you did. It's a sports site that tells you all the strangest sports in the world. The only thing I can find on baseball is massaging face balls. Massaging I mean, face balls? Mm-hmm. 
I don't even. That? I, I don't, I don't I, even want to go I, I, there. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. But I think we should I may do get it. One. Wait, we should do. We should get two chairs, go out back, and get beach balls, and just play this game. <laughs> well, See? what? What is the purpose? A beach I guess, ball. I, I it's guess. It's not gonna hurt you. It can. Have you ever been hit by a beach ball at the yes. beach? Yes. If it hits you in the face. Nothing. Nothing. I got a bruised nose one time. Hang on. You got a bruised nose. From a yes. beach ball? Yes. That wind took it and smacked me in the face. A beach ball. I, I know <laughs> you'd been drinking quite a bit that day. That no. wasn't wind. I was like eight. Oh. Okay. So you were just barely drinking. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gosh. Pick on Stephanie. Uh, it is pick on Stephanie. You had the day. sippy cup. <laughs> Y'all aren't right. Uh, I'm starting to get a rash, so Stephanie. Oh, whatever, y'all have a good weekend. <laughs> have a great weekend, thank you. Y'all now, have fun what is tonight. what is? How do you win or lose, though? Is what I want. As many know. times, okay. If I were to hit Ryan in the face, right? I keep going till I can't hit till I miss his face. Every time I hit his face, I score. So whoever has the most points after two rounds, if he misses, stop looking at me like that. If he misses, if I miss him, how far apart are you? Ten feet. Not very far. Say goodbye, Stephanie. Goodbye. See you Monday. No, you. I, I said say goodbye, Stephanie. No, that's. I'm not <laughs> saying bye to myself. <laughs> bye, y'all. Have See, a good day. Play baseball. Yeah, really. <laughs> eight twenty-seven, twenty-seven after eight. Hey, big doings coming up uh, this weekend. Tomorrow, in fact, over at Republic Gun Club, and we say good morning to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all doing this morning? Terrific. We appreciate your time. Hey, uh, big anniversary doings. Talk a little bit about what's going on and and you know the first year of uh, of the of the of the club. Yeah, so we're super excited to be celebrating our one year anniversary. We're so grateful for the support we've received in the community. So we're excited to celebrate our members um, and the vendors that have been a part of this journey with us. So starting at 9:30 a.m., our members get early exclusive access to the range. Um, the first 100 members to the door are getting a gift card and some swag. And then we open the doors at 10 o'clock to the public, and the first 50 guests to the door that are from the public at 10 o'clock um, are going to get a swag bag as well. So we've got all kinds of goodies as soon as the event starts. And then we've got live music from the Sloppy Joe Band. We've got pizza from Baller Street Pizza, and they've got s'mores and drinks. We've got beer from Bear Arms Brewing, and we've got free firearm rentals all day long. So it's going to be a really great event, and we're super excited. For the, And I've been there, and I think it's a cool place. Talk about the club itself. It's not just a, a, a gun range. I mean, there's all kinds of things there that make this a, a unique place and, and a special place at, at Republic Gun Club. Yeah, absolutely. So we are affiliated with Texas Parks and Wildlife. So education is a core pillar at Republic Gun Club. So we have two training classrooms that we teach everything from hunter's ed all the way to some advanced and tactical training courses. Um, Those classrooms are also rented out for venues. We've had lots of corporate retreats in there. We have smart TVs in there and whiteboards. And we also have our members lounge. So it's also a a social atmosphere where we've got the members patio, games, all of that fun stuff. So it's truly everything from a training facility Retail floor with over 300 firearms available for purchase and all your shooting accessories, full-time gunsmith on staff, event venue, and so much more. Yeah, the the, the talk, I, the the lounge is what uh, fascinated me. I, when we were there, uh, I guess last year, we, we saw members in there with their laptops uh, kind of wrapping up the work day and, and kind of getting some <laughs> things done and then, and then, you know, getting ready to go uh, go to the range. So, I mean, that's kind of a cool concept. 
Yeah, absolutely. So that lounge is, you know, it's a full purpose. It's a great place to just come in and meet with clients or get some work done if you're working remotely. Um, It's just a great spot to kick your feet up after a long day of work um, or just hang out with some friends. There's a beautiful patio area you can sit outside and play cornhole on. There's complimentary beer in the lounge. So after you shoot, you're welcome to have a drink. We always have snacks and food and refreshments in there. Um, But it's a great spot for folks to just gather and have a moment to be together and relax, you know, watch football or just have a, a relaxing day after you've gotten off the range. Talking with Sarah from over at uh, Republic Gun Club. So give me the uh, give me the details again for tomorrow. Let's kind of walk through tomorrow, particularly for those who may not be members. Yeah, absolutely. So doors open at 10 o'clock for the public. Those first 50 guests are going to walk away with goodie bags. Those goodie bags are at least a $50 value full of swag from Republic and all of our vendors. Um, and then we've got live music starting at 11 o'clock going till 2. We've got pizza and beer going to be there from 11 to 2. We've got free firearm rentals. All pistol and rifle rentals are free that day. Um, we've also just got a great, great deals going on on firearms. So it's a really great day to just celebrate and be together and have a fun morning, uh, Saturday morning. And then at the end of the day, go check out the Heart of Texas Square and Radio because we are the presenting sponsor for the Pro Circuit Radio Finals. Oh, how <laughs> cool is that? Hey, uh, from all of us here at ESPN, congratulations. Happy anniversary. And we hope that uh, we hope tomorrow is a great day at Republic Gun Club. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, Sarah. Thank you. That's Sarah from over at Republic Gun Club. They're going to have the big doings tomorrow uh, over at Republic Gun Club. I was there last year for the uh, for the uh, grand opening, and uh, man, it that I'm telling you right now, you got to walk that place. It is a cool place and a cool range. They got a, they actually got a couple of different uh, firing ranges that uh, you could check out. Uh, and, and you know, it's, it's, it really is. It's a cool place. All right, 832. Coming up next, we talk Cowboys-Eagles, and we do it with Kyle Yeomans next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Hang on. Tom Ward's got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me All see right, it. We get it. He's going to knock himself out. <laughs> he can't even get the string on his finger. Okay, here we go. All right, go. here ready? we go. <laughs> you know, I just figured this out. This is a right-handed yo-yo. <laughs> Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get oh, that out of here. Gosh. That's a right-handed no. yo-yo. You don't have right or left hands. I'm That's smart enough to know yo-yo. that. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Football is back in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Specs has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week six of the college football season, including Penn State at Michigan, USC at Utah, Oklahoma State at TCU, Clemson at Florida State, Mississippi State at Kentucky. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. 
If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The West Virginia defense scored on a fumble recovery return and a blocked extra point to provide the difference in a 43-40 win over Baylor. China Spring at La Vega tops tonight's high school football action. University is on the road at Elgin, and you can hear that game on Star 104.9 FM. Waco High visits Shoemaker. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple Place hosts to Hutto. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. Jordan Alvarez provided the winning runs once again with a two-run homer and a 4-2 Astros win over the Mariners. The Yankees in Cleveland were rained out last night, so they'll play game two of that American League Divisional Series at noon today. Game three of the two National League Divisional Series are on tap for this afternoon and tonight, starting with Atlanta and Philadelphia, followed by the Dodgers at San Diego. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Texas Truck Love. All right, 8.36, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk Cowboys-Eagles coming up Sunday evening right here on your home for Cowboy football, ESPN Central Texas. We welcome in from the Cowboy broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, uh, first of all, are you? Are you sick and tired like I am of hearing about Dak Prescott and when when he returns there's going to be a quarterback controversy? Isn't this Cooper Rush's team while Dak is down and when Dak is back, it's Dak's team? You're exactly right. Uh, that's it, It's a fun conversation, at least it was for a little bit, to have uh, looking ahead to when it is time for Dak Prescott to return and he's back to uh, – back to full strength, but you're, you're exactly right. This is Dak's team. Uh, and even right now, uh, it, it feels like it's Cooper Rush's team and you're winning games. Cooper Rush isn't the reason you're winning games. I mean, you're not going to win a game solely on 102 yards passing and uh, do that on the road. Like you did last week at SoFi stadium. 
you're going to win it because of a, a monumental defense and a one-two rushing attack that's been effective so far this year with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. That's how you're going to win games. Cooper Rush has done a great job of not losing you games, but he certainly hasn't been the reason why you're winning them. Demarcus Lawrence says he's tired of hearing about Jalen Hurts. Is that bulletin board material, or does this defense feel that good about this Eagles offense? I think they feel that good, but I think it's also a little bit of bulletin board material. You know how D-Law is. He's very uh, perspective. He's very uh, – he, he likes to talk a little bit, especially when it comes to the Eagles. He can't stand the Eagles, and that's what happens whenever you've been a Cowboy for this long. But D-Law has a little bit of uh, a place to – to talk because he's been playing some of the best football of his career. He only has the three sacks at the moment, but if you really go back and you watch the film, his speed and his power and this combo that he, he hasn't necessarily shown these last few years in Dallas is all starting to show up opposite of Micah Parsons on the line of scrimmage. And it, it's really opened up guys like Osa Digizua and Dante Fowler Jr. Uh, to have their own sacks this season. It's, it's been really fun to watch. D-Law go to work and if it is a little bit of bulletin board material it's for the internal guys saying you know what we don't have anybody that we're scared of we just beat the reigning Super Bowl champions we just beat the AFC champions from a year ago and we're four wins into this this streak uh we're not afraid of anybody including Philadelphia on the road Kyle uh and I'm paraphrasing here but uh I, earlier this week McCarthy said uh, basically, hey, we knew we were going to be a strong defensive football team, and we knew we kind of had to build around that, and therefore they game plan and call plays accordingly, and it's not as wide open and not as crazy. It's not just about, hey, we got a backup quarterback in. It's about we know that this is the philosophy we need to take and this is the plan we need to take offensively because we are so good defensively. Uh, Are you buying that? Yeah, I am, because you go back to OTAs, you go back to training camp, and all of those conversations you had, there was a, a different mindset around this team to where you, you used to have it, at least whenever McCarthy first got there. You had to score as many points as quickly as you could in, in order to keep yourself within striking distance because the defense was going to give up some yardage, and they were going to give up touchdowns, and they were one of the worst defenses in the league uh, back in 2020. Well, the, the thought process changes whenever you have a defense that you rely on so heavily. And it's not going to be a monumental change from an offensive schematic standpoint. You're not going to just completely change your identity for who you are, but you don't have to throw the ball 40-plus times. You don't have to abandon the run, even though you might be down by a touchdown or two. Uh, and, and Cowboys haven't even been down by a touchdown or two at this point in the season. They've only been down a couple times, uh, including last week when you were with the Rams uh, up 10 to nine, you came down and you scored based off of the run. So I, I really think that it's a, a slight change, but it is a mindset for this coaching staff that certainly has its fair share of offensive guys, but they trust in the guys like Dan Quinn and George Edwards, and uh, Joe Witt Jr. who have been around this game for a long time and have their guys playing at the highest level that they have been defensively in quite some time. Kyle, is Jason Peters going to be able to go this week, and how much has he been able to help this team just being a part of that organization for so long this week? Yeah, I really think he's he's a, a game-time decision. He's been in practice, but really, if you're not going to put him out there for the full 70 snaps, 
uh, or, or the, the entire four quarters, then I, I don't think you're really doing yourself a favor. I mean, I was talking with Nate Newton a couple days ago and asked him, Connor McGovern, Jason Peters, who you want? And he said, I don't care. Connor McGovern's been good enough. But if you're going to put Jason Peters in, don't let it be for just a couple snaps because you need some continuity with a, a rookie at left tackle. You need some continuity with a guy at center uh, that hasn't been playing his best football just yet either. Uh, you want somebody to rely on at that left guard spot, whether it's McGovern or whether it's Peters, they could make an impact just as long as they're in the game the whole time. Uh, as far as what he does in the locker room, I mean, this is a guy who was around Philly for so long, and he's, he knows that organization. He knows that atmosphere like the back of his hand. Uh, and he even said it earlier this week that it's different, and, and he can pass along some of the uh, some of the early, I guess, just advice to his younger guys, like a Tyler Smith, to say, guys, settle down. It's just a crowd. Uh, it's it's not going to be over intimidating. He's he's one of those veteran voices, along with Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, that are uh, doing a really good job of bringing up the. This, And let's ride going into Philadelphia because there's nothing to be afraid of. Busy with Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys. Kyle, Sunday night the uh, Cowboys play the Eagles. Are the Eagles the best team in the NFC? I mean, record-wise right now, it's hard to argue against it, right? I mean, 5-0, and oh, and they've done so against teams that haven't been at their strongest points. I mean, even their win last week against the Cardinals, they they barely pulled that one out, and they had to do so. Uh, from come from behind fashion, but you did it with without DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. You did it without J.J. Watt on that side of football. And then before that, you faced four teams that were all under 500 by a significant margin, with the exception of the Vikings uh, in 2021. So they haven't. This is the toughest test for the Eagles, much like it's the toughest test, I believe, so so far for this. Uh, for this Dallas Cowboys team because the defense of the Cowboys is much like the defense of the Eagles. They're going to get after you without blitzing a whole lot. Uh, and then you're going to have to make some adjustments. And I think Jalen Hurts and company are going to have to make those adjustments themselves. Kyle, the, the defense has, has been the star of the show, especially the last four weeks for the Dallas Cowboys. Is the offense going to have to lend a bigger hand for them to be able to get it done in Philly? Yeah, absolutely. You can't go into Philly and expect uh, 10 points out of your offense. You got the win last week, and, and deservedly so, against the Rams because of how well your defense played. But that was an offense for the Rams that hadn't figured things out just yet either. So the fact that you were able to hold them to 10 points, not super surprising. But Dorrance Armstrong spotted you nine points at the beginning of the game because of the blocked punt. Uh, that ended up in a field goal. You didn't really move the ball, didn't even have a first down at that point in the ball game. And then you have the, the strip sack fumble that was returned for a touchdown. So, boom, there's nine points uh, that's been spotted to you at the moment. And the only other touchdown you were able to score was off of the 57-yard Tony Pollard run. So, yeah, I think the offense has to be better if you expect to win in Philadelphia. You're going to have to get some of the same kind of output that you did uh, against the Giants, against Cincinnati early uh, you can't go stagnant like you did in the second half against the Bengals, but you had those 17 first-half points against Cincinnati in week two. That's the type of output you're going to have to have in order to really feel good about this matchup with Philly because they can score in their own right. Back on the other side for the defense, do they have an answer for Jalen Hurts and, and this run game of the Eagles? 
Yeah, I think it's you got to stay disciplined out of the the linebacker level at the second level, and you got to do so on the edges too. You can't let Philadelphia get outside the tackles because that's where teams have hurt the Cowboys in the past. That's why that's why rushing or uh, Washington ran for over a hundred yards. That's why New York ran for over a hundred yards against this Dallas defense. Uh, it's because they were able to get outside and really stretch this defense out and make them pay for being overly aggressive. So I think if there's an answer, it's to be disciplined at the second level. Maybe this is a, this is a big game. I, I think so for either Anthony Barr or Micah Parsons, because Barr is going to be at the second level and Micah Parsons, they may use his speed to keep guys from getting to the edge instead of trying to set the edge. He can kind of navigate from the behind the, or the defensive line and work his way through the hole. So you may see Parsons back, but you also are going to see a lot of Anthony Barr stepping up and having to make some plays as a guy who's a former pro bowler. Hey, Kyle, we, uh, we, we're up against the clock, man. We appreciate the time. Bottom line, in your, in your humble opinion, who wins this game Sunday night in Philadelphia? I, I really do have confidence in the Cowboys. Uh, and I know that's coming from a Cowboys reporter side of things, and everybody may roll their eyes a little bit. But you, you look at the resumes between the two teams, Tom, and the Cowboys have a much better resume. So give me the Cowboys, I'll say, in a really close one. Give me the Cowboys by four. Hey, Kyle, thanks. We appreciate your time, as always, today. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. That's Kyle Yeomans with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. You can catch him. Go to DallasCowboys.com. You'll find him all over the place. I mean, they've got a lot of lot of streaming content, and uh, Kyle is hosting a lot of that streaming content. Uh, Ward, you were talking about the Cowboy defense. Wouldn't you agree that they've got to make Jalen Hurts a little uncomfortable? Uh, the strength of this football team is up front. The weakness of this team if, if it, on the defensive side would be the back end. So go make him a little uncomfortable. You're going to have to. You're going to have to put him in situations and, and keep him in third and long, uh, not not let them have a, a comfortable situation where you know they're on schedule. Somehow you have to knock their offense off schedule. And you, you look, I, I disagree with Kyle. I, I think the Eagles win this one. Um uh, unless you get a big surprise by this offense. I don't think this offense, they're, they're going to have to play. And look, I know they're 4-1. They play just good enough to win games, but they're going to have to play their best game in this stretch on Sunday night to be able to win this one. Yeah, and look, I know that they're defensive-minded, and but I, I agree with you. I think you you got to get a little more production uh, point-wise out of your offense if you're going to win on the road. All right, 848, we're right back for more in just a moment. The Robinson Coaches Show, brought to you by Brazos Golf and Battery Center, Frontier Waste Solutions, Rocket Cafe, and Triple S Sports. Coach, coming off a 33-24 to Salado last Friday night to open up district play, this was a hard-fought game throughout, and it just came down to a couple of plays there at the end. Yeah, it really was. You know, we had a... Had a couple of questionable things that happened early on. The kids really fought back from it, battled back, uh, gave themselves a chance. You know, it was a it was a 26-24 game late there and um, had a few chances and we just couldn't quite get it done. And one of those things for the last couple of years, I believe, um, it's been a, two years ago, they got beat by Slato 66 to nothing, and last year was 65-7. to And this year, you know, we battle our way back into finding a way to, to really give ourselves a chance to win this game. And, you know, being a little disappointed that we couldn't come up with the play we needed to win it at the end. Continue district play tonight on the road against Madisonville. Talk a little bit about this Madisonville team offensively. 
something you're very familiar with. They run the spread. Yeah, they're they're a spread team. Um, they're three four defensively. Uh, slide a little bit multiple on the defensive front. They've got some really athletic kids on the offensive side of the ball. That once again they try to they try to get those kids in space. I felt like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Waxahachie Life, you know, and having a few of those athletic kids that getting them out there, and they they do a good job with their guys of getting them in space as well. Um, a little more run heavy than they are pass, but uh, defensively, you know, they're they're aggressive in their style. They like to send some pressure. Uh, pretty good kids on the back end to, to to back that up, you know, where they can man you up on some different levels and do some different things there. But um, you know, we like the we like our matchup, we like our chances, and uh, we're we're looking forward to it. ESPN Central Texas. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. 8.52, this is game time. Your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball yesterday, the Astros win 4-2 over the Mariners. Got a two games to none lead. Travel day today. They are in in Seattle on Saturday to continue that uh, series in the uh, divisional round. Uh, today, there is a triple header because yesterday's Indians, I'm sorry, <laughs> Guardians. You're okay. Yeah. Cleveland and New York game, let's go at it that way, uh, was uh, was postponed due to rain. I'm still not used to it. I, well, it's, it's, I, I refuse to get used to it, but okay, whatever. Don't make me have this conversation <laughs> in, on what I think about all this. Uh, Cleveland and New York will uh, come up uh, this afternoon just after uh, noon today. Atlanta is at Philadelphia and the Dodgers uh, will travel down to down to San Diego. What what is that about 120 miles, 130 miles, something like that? Yeah. So they'll make that little jaunt 
and uh, then they'll continue that series at one game apiece. The Atlanta-Philadelphia series, by the way, is one game apiece as well. So, Anything changed your mind in the series uh, on any of them? No, not really. Okay. No, uh, it's baseball, man. I mean, you know, uh, I, 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 I will say this. I, 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 a tip of the hat to Seattle. They battled their tails off yesterday after that gut-wrenching loss. Mm-hmm. Now, they still lost the, the game, and they're down two to nothing, and I think they're in big-time trouble. But I, I thought – I think they were in trouble after that home run. I, I do, too. But, man, they played hard yesterday and played well and had it, you know, that, <laughs> again. That may have been yesterday a, a punch in the gut. Yeah, I mean, you, you play two games where, look, a, a bounce here, a, a swing there, and you're up two to nothing. But the reality is you're down two to nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I'm with you. All right, uh, we're winding down here. And, and this is a weird feeling. I mean, I'm, you know, it's fun that we're going to do high school football tonight. But, man, after that, that, that gut-wrenching loss last night to, uh, to the Mountaineers of West Virginia, it's just a weird feeling today. I don't want to ever see another Thursday night game. Can you set that up for us, Ward? That we never see another. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I don't I, mind. I guess I could, but I like them. I, can't, I I like them as long as it's not the team that we're covering. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. That makes it funner. No, it does not. John's got more on the game coming up at three. Is that a word? As it, what funner? Funner. It is now. Uh, John's <laughs> at three. Matt's at four. We'll see you at the football game tonight and again on Monday morning. The Valley Mills Coaches Show with Bob Featherston is brought to you by Bar None Country Store and Steve Owens, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Coach, coming off a 51-44 loss to Riesel last Thursday night in district play, this was a hard-fought game on both sides. You've got to be proud of your team, especially offensively. Every time that Riesel would score, it seemed like your offense would answer the bell and keep you in the game. Uh, yes, sir. They were they were very good offensively. They're real big up front, and uh, their run game, you know, the kind of kind of mashed on us a little bit, but I was very, very proud of our offensive, offensive kids. You know, our up-tempo uh, gave them a little trouble. We are able to make plays when we need to make plays and uh, gave us a chance to be in the game at the end. Now, this week, you're at home taking on Bruce Filetti tonight. Talk a little bit about this Bruce Filetti team. First of all, offensively, a spread team. You've seen plenty of that this year. Yes, sir. They're, they're, they're spread, you know, pretty traditional. They're going to run, you know, basically what you would run out of spread with your zones and your stretches and um, they do a good job of playing hard. You know, they've got some strong kids up front. And then, uh, just, you know, they're just going to get after you a little bit. What about defensively? Defensively, they've kind of done a, a few things defensively. Uh, they do like to bring a lot of pressure. Uh, they do like to run some stuff where they, they give you a seven-man box, uh, you know, trying to make it harder for you to run the ball. So uh, they're going to make you do some things, you know, uh, that you may not want to do you know, to, to be successful. ESPN Central Texas.